Hi, friends. So when most of us go into parenting, we have a very specific goal in mind, not to irrevocably screw up our children. Sounds about right, doesn't it? We want to parent them in such a way that we don't really mess them up. We're like, we don't really want to mess them up. We don't. Do you know what I mean? Perhaps not, but I'm going to try to explain it. I'm going to help you figure out your parenting style and what that parenting style has to do with feeding. Hi, I'm Dr. Evka the mom at the playgroup who's in charge of the food and the lecture series. Empowering other mothers when something seems off with their children. Sharing mindset work when it comes to motherhood, medicine made understandable, and mastery of your child and who that child is when they have food intolerances, feeding challenges, or other of your concerns. You've heard that I'm a family doctor a feeding physician, a life coach, a nutritionist, and a best-selling author. But if you ask me, I will tell you, I'm another mom just like you, and I'm your friend. Just remember that this information is being shared for educational purposes only and some of it's opinion-based. If you have a specific medical concerns, please see your regular doctor. That's not me. Okay, so there's no perfect way to parent, but parents tend to fall into four different types of parenting. One, authoritative. Two, authoritarian. Three, permissive. And four, uninvolved. These styles were the work of the great psychologist, Diane Bomrand, in the 1960s. She focused on parents' approaches to raising their children and how these approaches correlated to the children's behavior. She came up with some ideas that we still use today when we talk about parenting. You have authoritative, authoritarian, permissive, or uninvolved parents. Each of these parents has a different approach to discipline, communication, expectations, and nurturance. That approach can affect their child. Well, can you explain this more, Dr. Evka? Of course I will. So do you know how your approach affects your child? Perhaps you do, or perhaps you wouldn't mind a little summary. Let's go over the four different parenting styles a little bit more concretely. So I'm going to go over them briefly, and then guess what? You're going to get quiz to help you figure out, in, out your parenting style. And after we do that one, we're going to do another parenting style quiz, which has to do with feeding and how we feed your child and how your parenting style affects that feeding relationship. So ready for a whole bunch of quizzes to learn about who you are? Let's do it. Okay, so summary first. All right, number one, you have the uninvolved parent. Doesn't the name suggest it all? Like uninvolved parent, that means the parent's uninvolved. This is the parent who sits in front of the television screen for hours when their children come home. This parent allows them to watch as much television as they like or have as much screen time as they like. The uninvolved parent does not plan play dates for their child. It almost seems as if the uninvolved parent seems so busy that guidance and discipline of their children is an afterthought. And you know what? It's because they're really busy. 
with a little guidance, structure, affection from their parent, the child of an uninvolved parent can develop developmental concerns. No. You might be upset at the uninvolved parent for being well uninvolved, but a number of uninvolved parents get into that situation because they feel like they have no other choice. And you probably run into some uninvolved parents every single day. Let me explain how. I don't think that all parents who are uninvolved are uninvolved unintentionally. Perhaps they have to work around the clock because of their financial circumstances. So perhaps they get up every morning at 4 a.m. to do the papers and to deliver papers to the neighborhood. And then from there, they go to their cashier job. And so they're working multiple of these low-wage minimum jobs. And they want to be more present for their children. The problem is that they also need to provide a roof for the family and bring in the money. You know, you need money for like basic life necessities like food, clothes. At the end of the day, these parents, these uninvolved parents lack a lot of support and they are exhausted. They are expected to be that village that takes care of their child. And it takes the village to take a child, but for them, it's just them. And they're trying to do the best they can, but there's just so much on their plate. Okay, so do you have a sense of what the uninvolved parent may be like? Now, again, I'm talking about generalities. I don't think that any of us fully fit into one particular model. I don't think that any most people are these uninv- extremely uninvolved parents. Even if parents are a little bit uninvolved, it's hard to find extremes on any of these spectrums. But anyway, let's go move on to our next example. Authoritative parenting, the authoritative parent. Authoritative is kind of like an authoritarian, but there's also some permissive parent in there. The authoritative parent is a parent with a mixture of the two other types, the authoritarian and the permissive. To truly understand them, you need to understand the other two types of parenting. Thus, we will explore the parenting type further, but let's move on to a conversation about authoritarian and permissive parenting. Okay, so now I'm going to go into that quiz, that first quiz of yours, because I want you to help you figure out, do you lean more towards an authoritarian or a permissive parent? So to help you figure this out, I want to do a quiz. I'm going to ask you if you agree with a set of particular statements. There will be 10 statements in total. total. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. For each statement, ask yourself, do I agree with this? If you do agree, assign that statement a number. 1. If you agree, give it the number 1. If you do not agree, Assign that statement the number zero. Now, at the end, after we've gone through all 10 statements, I want you to count up how many ones you received. Don't count up the zeros because you have to remember that zero plus zero plus zero plus zero equals zero. Anyway, so count that up the number of times that you agreed with the statement. If you are listening to this while you're driving, do not take a piece of paper and start jotting down how many times you agree. Perhaps you can count with your fingers while keeping your hands on the steering wheel and otherwise paying attention. Or you know what? It's a podcast. You can always go back and listen to it or even 
uh, go look at it at uh, my website, drevka.com. It's going to be under Parenting Style Quiz. Anyway, so I'm going to go through all the questions. If you agree, put the number one. So are you ready for the questions? Number one, do you agree with the following? It is important that my child does what I say, even if they do not understand exactly why. If you agree with that statement, it's put a number one next to it. And I'm going to go through the rest of them now, questions through 2 to 10. And just if you agree, give the number one, otherwise this is zero. Number two, I set high standards for my child and they face serious consequences if they do not meet those standards. Number three, I do not tell my child that, that I love them as much as I probably could, and I do not show much physical affection. Number four, I like to give my child more structure than freedom to explore. I'm all about that structure. I'm all about that routine. Number five, I expect my child to be a model of good behavior. They're supposed to be good. Number six, it's okay with me if my children are a little afraid of me. Like, not as afraid as they would be of, like, a ghost or a monster, but if they're a little afraid, it's okay. Number seven, I need to give my child a lot of discipline because otherwise they will be pretty rebellious. Number eight, my child has to take me for who I am as a parent. I do not apologize much to my child for my behavior, like love me for me. Number nine, my child needs to understand that I know what is right for them. Yes, I do. I know what's right. Even if they all know what's right, I know what's right for them. And number 10, my child might not think that they can talk to me about too much. All right. Did you go through those? What, what were your answers? How, many, how close did you get to 10? The closer that you got to number 10 after adding up all your ones, the more likely you are to fall into the authoritarian side of parenting. You tend to be more demanding. The closer to the number zero that you got, the more likely you are to fall more onto the permissive side of parenting. You demand less of your children than the authoritarian parent does. And to kind of help you explain this difference between the permissive and the authoritarian parent, I'm going to use another example. Okay, let's say you have a child and their parent, and they go to a park, and the park has this high wall, and the child really wants to climb it. What does the parent do? And what the parent might do might make the difference between whether or not they are a permissive or more of an authoritarian when it comes to their style of parenting. So let's go through the scenarios using both of these examples, the authoritarian style and the permissive style. Okay, so do, 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 do. the child is at the playground at the park with their authoritarian styled parent. And the parent tells the child, stop climbing the high wall right now. If the child falls down, the parent might say, what were you thinking? I told you not to do this. 
the parent may then leave with the child so that the child is no longer around the high wall. So that, so that describes the authoritarian style parent. Is that something that you would do? How about what would you do with something more like the following, um, which is more of a style with the permissive parent. So you watch same child, just the parent has style has now shifted. The child is still climbing this high wall that they could potentially fall off of. So the parent with the permissive style of parenting might notice the child climbing the wall. They might move closer to the wall and keep their bodies close to the child. They want to be able to help prevent the child from falling while still giving the child permission to climb the wall. If the child falls down, the parent might say, are you okay? They might check the child for bruises and then allow the child to continue to play. Okay, so can you see the difference between the parenting styles? Okay, do you see how they, you have the same situation, but they react to it in different ways? Knowing this, do you think that your parenting style is more uninvolved, authoritarian, or permissive? Okay, so notice I haven't mentioned authoritative parenting yet, but of those, which one do you think your parenting style is most like? Okay. So I want you to think about that because now I'm going to bring the conversation back to the realm of feeding. Do you think that you have more of an authoritarian or more of a permissive style when it comes to helping your child to feed? Okay, so we're going to do the same quiz. We're going to count up how many times you score the number one because you agree with the statement. Let's see what we come up with. Um, this time, I want to imagine I want you to imagine yourself at the mealtime table with your child. I'm going to ask you if you agree with a set of particular statements. There will be four statements in total, so only four. For each statement, ask yourself, do I agree with this? If you do agree, assign that statement a number, one. If you do not agree, assign that statement a number, zero. You do not count up the number of statements with which you disagree. Just count up the number of statements with which you agree. All I want to know is whether you are more permissive as a parent or more authoritarian. Are you ready? Number one, I ask my child to eat food in a certain order. Vegetables come before dessert. If you agree with this, number one. Number two, I ask my child to have at least one of every food at the table. If you agree with this, number one. Number three, I ask my child to have at least four bites of a certain food before they can have more of a preferred food. And the fourth question is, I make my child eat almost all of their plate. Okay, so each time you agree with the statement, give yourself the number one. Did you tally up your scores as you went through this exercise? Okay, so the closer you got to number four, the more likely you are to fall onto the authoritarian side of parenting when it comes to feeding your child. You tend to be more demanding of what the child eats and how much of it they eat. The closer to number zero that you got, the more likely you are to fall more on the permissive side of feeding your child. You demand less of your children than the other parent we mentioned. Now, think about your results for the first quiz as opposed to the second. Were the results the same? Were you more of a permissive parent in general? How about an authoritarian parent? Were you 
the results the same for each quiz. They might not have been. So your results for the second quiz might have been different from the first one. And you might have, in general, considered yourself more to be of a permissive parent, but all of a sudden, uh, in when it comes to feeding, you're more authoritarian. Do you see how, if that's the case, do you see how there could be a disconnect where your child expects you because of everything else in life, you they expect you to be acting a certain way. And then when it comes to feeding, they get like a whole different version of you. It might be a little confusing. We can act in a certain way around our children in general. Then when it comes to feeding our children, we might act in a completely different way entirely. The way that we behave around our children can be quite complex, and there can be so many different factors that go into it. Just being aware of this difference may make you more mindful of what you are doing the next time you're at the mealtime table and you're feeding your child. A parent, a child might look at you and say like, huh, who is this parent? You see, the authoritarian parent might wind up with a child who acts a specific way during the teenage years and then adulthood. In the same way, the permissive parent also tends to raise a specific type of a teenager and adult. How we approach food with our young children may make a difference in how they approach food for the rest of their lives. Okay, so that's a profound statement, and I want to can explain it and discuss it. Hey, wait a second, commercial interruption time. All right, couple things. First, shout out to all those people who have been giving five stars to the FBI's handbook on Amazon. Another version of it is coming out shortly, uh, which will be more up-to-dated because I really want it to be helpful and informational, especially with all these changes with COVID-19. I wanted to add some additional resources to it. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, I'm going to have more educational programs for you. You can learn so much. Just subscribe to my newsletter on drevka.com website. And number three, I have become more active on Instagram. My handle is Feeding Handbook, um, and I'm Dr. Evka. All right. Uh, thank you again. End uh, of commercial interruption. Okay, so back from our commercial, let's talk more about the different styles of parenting, authoritative, authoritarian, uninvolved, and permissive. I know I haven't talked too much about the authoritative yet, but I will. Let's discuss it in terms of what the children of parents with these parenting styles might experience. Let's share some stories of what their lives were like as they got older. So we're going to share two stories. We're going to share the story of Becky, who grew up around the authoritarian parenting style, as well as the story of Tina, who grew up around the permissive parenting style. So, ready? This is Becky's story. 20-year-old Becky looks back at her life and says, I hate criticism. I hate believing that there's something wrong with me. Becky describes her parents as being strict and stern. She did not get a lot of positive feedback from them while she was growing up. She remembers getting yelled at for all kinds of things at mealtime, for instance, unless she finished about all of the food on her plate. She was not allowed to leave the table. She ate slowly, and her parents grew increasingly annoyed that she sat there, and they had to wait for her to finish a meal. If she ate way too slowly, she was punished. Even if the reason for the slow eating was that she was already too full and could not imagine stuffing another bite in her mouth, she would still face her parents' wrath. 
They almost expected her not to listen to her body because the way that she wanted to eat was not the right way. Instead, when it came to eating, she was expected to follow certain rules that they were given to her by someone else. She learned to hate that level of control and decided to rebel against it when she was older. If her parents really wanted her to eat vegetables, as she got older, she would refuse them. She actually liked the taste of vegetables, but being coerced made vegetables feel intolerable. Do you see from that example how the authoritarian parenting style when it comes to feeding can affect your child's behavior? If not, you may want to re-listen to that. Let me now give you the example of Tina. Tina grew up around the permissive parenting style. What happened to Tina? What happened as she got older? 19-year-old Tina thinks, when I was growing up, the expectation was that my parents just loved me. They didn't expect me to do like a lot of other things. They just thought that was mostly good. They were gentle and affectionate, but they had few rules for how I should behave. Take meals, for instance. I could basically eat whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted. As a young child, that basically meant that all day I was grazing on junk food. Tina has plenty of dental cavities from all of those days full of eating candy while inadequately brushing her teeth. She also has some difficulty figuring out when she's hungry versus when she is full because she does not remember set meal times allowing her stomach to truly feel empty. Plus, she lovingly longs for shared family meals when she didn't feel that she got much of when she was growing up. Can you see how the parenting style affected each child's relationship around food? Whether we are talking about authoritarian parenting or permissive parenting, there was something missing in the relationship. To me, one of the best types of parenting is more authoritative. Let me describe it briefly, and we will spend future episodes discussing how authoritative parenting translates to feeding. Authoritative parenting is kind of like this. A parent with an authoritative style would say things like this. I take my child's wants into consideration before I ask them to do anything. I explain the reason why I want my child to do something. I am responsive to my child's needs and feelings. I explain to my child how I feel about their behavior. I compliment my child and tell them that I love them. I respect my child's opinions and encourage them to tell me what those opinions are. So authoritative parenting is a mixture of both authoritative Arian and permissive parenting. Okay, does this help? What kind of parenting style do you think that you have and how do you think that affects your child? Regardless of the style of parenting, all of these parenting styles are multifaceted and complex. Also, parenting styles are fluid within a particular parent. Your parenting style might shift. It might not be the same in every aspect of your child's behavior. And we'll discuss that more in a future episode. If you want to get more information about this right now, you can contact me on the uh, Dr. Evka, 
D-O-C-T-O-R, doctor, and then Evka, E-V-K-A, it's like Eva, but with a K, Dr. Evka website, and I'll happily talk to you. All right. Uh, thank you again for listening to another episode. If you want other people to listen to these podcasts, please rate it. Five stars for good measure. And the more ratings it has, the more people who subscribe, the the better I think it's going to be because then it allows the algorithm, this podcast algorithm, to allow more listeners to listen to it. I truly appreciate that. Anyway, thank you. I'll see you this time next week. All right. Talk to you soon. Other things that work in my life.